Welcome to the Assembly of Yahweh Sermon Podcast. We're so glad you're here. For more information, you can visit hallelujah.org or download the AOI app on Apple or Google Play. Good morning, everyone. Man, are you guys as blessed as I am? Have you not had a wonderful week this week? I I tell you what, we are so blessed and, and we are blessed to have the, the leaders that we have in this assembly. And, and, you know, we have Pastor Ferris and Joanne, and, and they are absolutely amazing. We have our elders that are so amazing. And Walker and uh, Keith, that have done so much getting this prepared for you guys. And they love you guys, and I want you to know that. that, that uh, and, th- and they do so much work for you that you don't even see. And, and why don't we just give them a hand, all of them. All of them. They deserve it. So, a lot of times, I've been speaking uh, for most of my life, and, uh, or a big part of my life, and, and I never introduced myself to you guys, so this, I was going to do that this time. I'm Lad Wilkes. I always just assume you guys know who I am, I guess. And uh, I have four kids. I have uh, Emmy, Wyatt, Landry, and Liv, and I have a beautiful wife that gave me those four kids. And she's, she's an absolute angel. And, uh, you know, it's not actually as good, as nice living with an angel as you might think. <laughs> you know, the halos are always blinding you. And, and uh, when you're talking to them, they turn around real quick and they hit you with their wings. And it's, uh, no, but... Seriously, I have, I have a wonderful wife, and uh, she is an angel. Guys, what I want to talk to you guys, what I want to talk to you about today, is it's time to take the next step. And when I say that, I'm 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 just thinking like all of you, every one of us in this room. I don't care if you, how long you've been in the faith, what you what you know, or or uh, what you've done you still have a next step. You have another step to take uh, in, in this, uh, this spiritual continuum that we're in of, of constantly growing in our faith. And so that's the title of my sermon. It's, it's time to take the next step. And I want to ask you guys this question. And I want you to think about it. If you make this year the most spiritual year of your life, will it not be the best year of your life? It should be. Yeah, it will be. I promise you. Uh, And, you know, all of us want to have a better, more spiritual life. I mean, we we all know that we'll be better for it and we all know that we want it. Uh, But. And we, and we all know that we want to go to higher heights. We know that we need what we need to do. A lot of you, as I'm saying this, like next steps, you're already thinking about things in your life that, yeah, I need to do that. And, and the problem is, the problem is, is, is getting us moving. You know, that's always our problem. We, 
we have to have someone or something help us get moving, you know? And that's what I'm here to try to do today, to get us moving. You know, we, I want to, I, what I want to do is get you moving to the, toward the life that you're supposed to be living and that you know you're supposed to be living. And I think all of us know it's time to cha- make a change in our life somewhere. There's something that's been weighing on your heart that, that, that you know you need to work on um, or, there's, or that we need to spend more time with, with Yahweh. Uh, there's something that you know you need to start doing. And, and I want you to look at your neighbor and, and just tell them now. Tell them it's time. It's time to take the next step. And now I want you to look at your second choice and tell them it's really time for you. (laughs) You know, there's a a light near my office. um, And when I'm leaving my office every day, it's always backed up with a lot of cars and uh, I've pretty much figured out where I like where I am in the line. If, and there's a certain point where if I get uh, to that point and if everybody in front of me does what they're supposed to do, we're going to get through that light on this light cycle. And so, you know, but it's almost inevitably there's someone in that that line of cars, probably about 20 cars, maybe 15 cars that someone's not paying attention. The light's green, it's time to go, but they're taking that time to catch up on some social media or something, and they're not going. And you're like, all right, we're gonna be here another five minutes if you don't start going. And so you give them, you know, you don't just lay on the horn, because you're a good guy. You just give them a little beep beep, time to go, get, get going. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's what we need in our lives sometimes. We need a little beep, beep, let's go. The light is green, let's get going. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the four, like there's four steps. In, in our, dining, in our uh, sitting area next to our dining room, we have those pictures on the wall. And if you haven't noticed them, uh, take a look at them. But they say, the first one is know Yahweh. And, and, and we all understand how important that is. Uh, and the second one is experience healing. And that's after you take that first step. I mean, obviously, the first step, you've got to know who Yahweh is. And then the next one is experience and he- healing. And that's, you know, just going through all of the uh, overcoming our, our sins and and forgiving others and, and being forgiven for our sins. And that's the experience and healing. And then there's discover purpose. And that's understanding what Yahweh put us on this earth for. He put us here for a reason. And, and we need to understand what that is. And then the, the fourth one is make a difference. And that's the ultimate. That's where we're trying to get to is where we're making a difference. I mean, all of those steps are important uh, and, and, and good and we're working towards that 
where we're actually being used by the Heavenly Father to make a difference. Let's turn to Proverbs 4.18. It says, The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of wicked, the way of the wicked is like a deep darkness. And that's the path that we want to be on. We want to be on that path of righteousness. With, and just think about that. Then you're walking, and, and on your walk, it, the, it's getting ever brighter and brighter. And we definitely don't want to be on the path, and it's getting darker and darker. But we're all taking different steps in different areas. So let's just start with knowing Yahweh. And, and, I, and I want you to just think about, as we're talking through these four things, knowing Yahweh, experiencing healing, uh, discovering purpose, and making a difference, I just want you to think about where you're at. And, and you may have a couple things that you need to, that you need to work on, and, and uh, you probably do, but I just want you to think about what's the next step, what's the next thing in your life that you need to, that you need to work on. And so... The first one's know Yahweh, and that's just talking about having an intimate relationship with him. You know, Yahshua said the most important commandment is to love Yahweh with all your heart, mind, and, or heart, soul, and mind. Uh, so it's up there. Like that's, that's if you want to start somewhere, that's a great place to start. And then the second is love your neighbor as yourself. And I think about those two things as like almost interchangeable. You can't. Love Yahweh and not love other people, uh, Yahweh's children. You can't, I mean, just think about that. You, you tell me you love me, but uh, you're knocking my children down all the time. or uh, It just doesn't work that way. Like, are you talking, you're gossiping about my children? Like, how, do you, how can you say that you love me and you're treating my children that way, you know? And that's how I think about Yahweh. Like, when we're... How are we treating his children? And when you think about, you know, loving Yahweh or knowing Yahweh, you know, it could be that Yahweh seems really far away for you. Like, and, and maybe you're at a place you didn't even mean to get to. You don't, you, you're not even sure how you got there, but you're not where you want to be. Uh, Yahweh feels distant from you. And, and I just want to tell you there's, there's hope and, and, and encourage you. And I want you to turn to Deuteronomy 4.29. And this is where Moses is, is warning the, the children of Israel about, about worshiping idols. And he's talking about, hey, if your children turn away from Yahweh, uh, there's, like, this is what they need to do to get back, get back on track. And it's 429, and it says, but if from there, and I want you to listen to this first part, but if from there, right where you're at, but if from there you seek Yahweh, your Elohim, you will find him. If you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. You know, and like any relationship, it takes time. Like it takes, uh, it takes work, uh, you know, if I, if I tell Kara how much I love her all the time, but I never spend time with her, I don't talk to her, I don't, uh, 
do anything for her. I, I just, you know, but I love her. Uh, see, I don't think she's going to believe me for very long. I, I've done that actually for a while and it doesn't work very good. Uh, but that's what, I mean, but that's what we can do to Yahweh sometimes. And I just want you to think about, you know, we've talked, we said that, you know, this week is the best week ever. Why is that? Why is this week so good? And I believe this week is so good because during this week, we are closer to Yahweh than we are ever. And we're, and we're, and we're thinking about all these things, how we discover uh, our purpose and we're, and we're, and we're living out like we're helping people. I mean, we are doing what we were made to do, but when we're closest to Yahweh, that's when our life is the best. Uh, and when you understand that, and when you understand, you know, when you understand Monday, when, when all this is over, actually, I guess it's over Sunday, but Monday, when you go back to work and you know, Yahweh's with you and you, and that's what makes it exciting. It can, it can make the most mundane things exciting when you know Yahweh's with you. He's going with you as you leave here. And, and it's just, uh, it's a wonderful feeling. And that's why, that's where we got to start. We got to know who Yahweh is. And, and if we don't know who he is, if he feels distant for us, we've got to start seeking him. And, and I think that most of you have this first one down. Uh, but if anybody out there isn't, then that's, that's a great place to start. That might be your next step. And the second one is experience healing. And, you know, this is, this is, uh, one that's just, that has to be, has to be done. And it's, it's that secret that you have that you don't want other people to know. It's that addiction that you have that you don't, that you know, you need to take care of that. You know, you've got to quit. Uh, and you know, like for, for us believers, uh, and I'm the same way, we all kind of put the, put the mask on and we're, we're great at it. Uh, as believers, because we, you know, put the mask on and we uh, show people what we think that we're, we're supposed to show them. And that's what we've got to take off for us to, to experience true healing. We've got to take it off and we've got to, we've got to deal with some of these issues. And, and, and maybe that's the next step for you. These, these issues that you're having uh, or that you haven't dealt with. And and we have to deal with them because they're the, they're, that's the thing that's keeping us apart from Yahweh. And, 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 and I don't know what it is. Uh, and I started to make uh, a list, you know, like, you know, maybe it's websites for you. You got to stop looking at websites you shouldn't be looking at. And you, and, or, or maybe it's uh, your phones and your social media. Uh, there's. Maybe it's just that you're not setting part of time or time apart for Yahweh. And I started making a list of all the things that might be that you guys, you know, might have a problem with. And it, it was a long list. You guys have a lot of problems. <laughs> but I started making a list and I was like, this is crazy. You can't, I can't make this list. Like you already know what it is that you need to work on. And, and, and I'm not going to try to tell you what that is. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but we, I do know that I feel like you probably know, um, when I started, I mean, I got convicted about a lot of things when I started, uh, doing this and, and, and this, 
a lot of this material is coming from, a, or it kind of got spurred on by a book uh, that is called What's Next by Chris Hodges. And it's just a, uh, a great book that kind of walks you through these steps. And, and I just, uh, I think that this is the, the way to handle these things, or the, the steps. You need, you need a program to get us going. Like we got to get moving and we, just like a diet, like when you start a, a diet or, or maybe you start exercising, well, as soon as you start exercising, you start doing that work, you start looking at your diet and saying, man, I don't want to be eating this because this is, I'm not going to work this hard and then, you know, have be failing over here because I'm not eating the right things. Uh, and this is, your spiritual walk's the same way. It's just the next step that, that, that you take that next one and then the next, then you see where you're going to go on the next step. You know, and, and sometimes uh, it can be that we, we think like, well, how, how much do I have to do to get in the kingdom? Like, really, like, tell me exactly where I need to be and uh, what I need to do. I want to do just enough to get in there. I don't want to do too much. Uh, and you think about, I'll give you an example. There's this uh, trucking company, and, and it's genius. These guys are genius. But they came up with this question for new hires, and they were asking people, or not people, but all the truck drivers that came in to get hired, they had one question on their, uh, not their resume, their application. And it was, how many tires do you think you could lean over the edge of a cliff without falling over? Without falling over the cliff. And you just, I just, I know truck drivers. A lot of them work with me. And uh, and I can just imagine some of them. Some of them that have worked for me. Oh, I bet I can get probably seven of them over the edge before I go over. And uh, the the whole idea with this question was, if you answer, then you don't get hired. So if you say, I don't know, and I don't want to find out, then you're, you're an applicant. Like, you can actually get hired there. But if you, if you start saying, well, I think I could get probably at least six over the edge, then they're not hiring you. I think that's genius. But that's how we are sometimes. Like, so how many tires can I hang over the edge and still not flip over, you know? And I heard it, I heard it said this way, or I heard someone say this. They said, uh, the things we feed thrive and the things we starve die. And that's how we need to think about, you know, when we're talking about experiencing healing and, and the, the, the things that we need to overcome what are we feeding and what are we starving? Like we need to start, we need to start feeding some, some, some things and we need to starve some other things. Uh, there's some things that we need to starve and get out, get it gone out of our lives. And I know you all know this scripture after this week. We've been talking about it a lot, but I was going to read it again because uh, it's, it's so applicable Psalm 118, 15 says, there are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the righteous. And when you think about that, like, you know, what are we keeping these things in in our lives for when we know if we get to the other side, when we're, 
if we are doing righteous things, then we're going to be joyful. We're going to have shouts of joy in our tents. And when you think about that, like the, the other side of that is it's not very fun. You're not, you're not getting shouts of joy in, in the tents of the unrighteous. Psalms 32.3 says, When I declare not my sin, I think I skipped it. Sorry, Psalm 32.3 says, When I declare not my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, thy hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. But watch what happens in this next verse. I, I acknowledge my sin to thee, and I hid not my iniquity. I said, I will confess my, my transgressions to Yahweh. Then you forgave the guilt of my sin. But when we're living in that sin, our bodies are wasting, the Bible tells us. And there's groaning all day long. But if we just confess those, those transgressions, he will forgive us. John 15, 9 says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. And this is Yahshua speaking. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. You know, and I think about, like, how many of us want to be in his love? And I think all of us, I know all of us want to be in his love. And, and I think sometimes what makes it, what can make it hard for us is we're doing things and, and, and sometimes this is how you have to do it. But in my opinion, this isn't how we want to live our life where we're just doing things out of duty all the time. Like, well, I'm going to do this because I have to. And, and you just think of, and, and some of us have this picture of Yahweh where he's just sitting on the throne and he's just got a bat just ready to hit us on the head all the time. And, and it's, it's so much easier if you if you have a picture of Yahweh that, that you actually want to, I, I mean, or a, the way you see him is different where you want to please him and you're doing this out of delight and not duty. Uh, that is such an easier way to, to overcome these things that, that are holding us back in our lives. So I hope that that's what, that that's how you see Yahweh. That you see him as someone that you want to please and that you want to uh, please him. And because you know that sin separates us from him. We know that. And, and we don't want to be separate from Yahweh. You know, th that song that we sing, uh, Yah, I need you. Oh, I need you. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, huh? Uh, that song is so true, though. Like, we, we can't, you, you just can't live life without him. You're, like, you, and you've done it. I've done it. It's, and I've put things, I've had things in my life that separated me, and you're just, it, it's awful. And it's absolute, and it's, and we can't have those things 
that separate us. Have to overcome them. It's time. It's time to take that step. And the last thing, when we're talking about healing, uh, we, you, have to, you have to think about, or we have to talk about asking for forgiveness and, and accepting, repenting and accepting forgiveness as well. Like, and, and, and if there's something that, maybe that's your next step, you need to ask for forgiveness. And, and maybe uh, it's somebody that you've hurt and you've known it and, and it's just too, too much pain in your heart to deal with it, but you got to, because that's your next step. That's what you need to do, because it's, until you do that, it's hard to get through all these other, like it's hard to uh, start helping other people till we heal ourselves. And, and I, I, I pray that, that you will and you'll, that Yahweh will give you the strength to do that because that's a very tough one. And, it's, and, it's, and it can be hard to forgive yourself as well. But if you're asking for repentance, you need to know that Yahshua is covering those sins. Isaiah 43, 18 says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness, streams in the wasteland. Is Yahweh doing a new thing in you? I hope so. All right. And then the next one's discover purpose. And there's a lot of you in this one that are trying to figure out. There's a lot of people that don't know what, what they're here for, or, or they haven't really thought about, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I good at? What's my purpose in this life? Like, uh, once you've, you know Yahweh, you know that you've overcome your sins, you're, you're uh, walking the right way, and, and you're right here, you just need to know, what am I here for? And, and sometimes, you know, as the body, we think that we're maybe the nose when really we're the arm uh, over here. Or, or maybe we're trying to be the brain and we shouldn't be the brain. There's somebody else that should be the brain. Uh, and and that's, we, it's so important for us to know, to find that, like next. That's the next step is, is find what, what we're here for. What are we specially designed to do? Because Yahweh specially designed you to do something. In Philippians 2, 1, it says, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Yeshua, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. So when we discover our purpose and, and what part of the body we are, then, then we can um, take that next step of, of making a difference. And that's, that making a difference is what we're working towards. And then when you think about your purpose, you know, you, some of you are like, well, what am I good at? You know, 
maybe you're not thinking. There's probably some of you are like, I'm good at everything, you know. But there's some of us that just like, what am I specially designed for? It's it's hard. It's a hard question to answer. Uh, and it's something that you really have to sit down and think about. And the reason a lot of us don't know what our purpose is, is because I have found with people that thinking is not something that, that they enjoy doing. Like it's, it's not, I don't even enjoy doing it. Like, I mean, I'm saying this, but I don't enjoy doing it either. Like it's, you know, I, I like zoning out too and, and, you know, just kind of live in life, but we don't want to just be going through life. We want to be growing through life, right? Can I hear amen y'all out there? Uh, but that there's, we got to figure that out. We got to figure out what's our purpose. What are we, what are we specially designed for? And, and sometimes people will tell you, uh, you know, Hey, you're really good at this and, and you need to listen to them. Because that just might be your purpose. There's a guy, me and, me and my wife were uh, in Charleston on vacation, and we were sitting in this park, uh, and we were, uh, we were sitting there, and we were drinking our coffee, and this elderly man, he's, he looked like he was about 90. He was walking right towards us, and uh, he was just looking right at our feet, and uh, we were like looking down, but we were sitting in these benches. We were looking down and uh, I was like kind of getting scared, but he was just walking right towards us. And uh, I kind of like put my arm around Kara, like, what's this guy doing? And uh, he just reaches down be- between our feet and he picks up a cigarette butt and he puts it in his bag and he walks out. <laughs> and right before he did that, uh, and then I, or right after he did that, I looked over and I was like, what is going on anyway? I saw his wife and his daughter standing there and they're like, when he finds a cigarette, but he's going to get it. Like, uh, and that's what he does. Like he, all he does is walk around that park and that's what they're, uh, or I, I think that's what he does. I guess I don't know, but he was just, he had this bag full of cigarette butts and that park is immaculate. And he was just picking up trash and, and cigarette butts. And, and, uh, you know, that was his, that's what he found was his purpose. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you wouldn't have think, thought uh, that he had even, like, he was, he was a very old, elderly man, but that's what kept him going, you know? Not that elderly men obviously can do a lot. Sorry. But, and that's not what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, like when we're trying to find our purpose, our purpose should always be Yahweh's purpose. And, and uh, so trying to, the reason that our purpose is important and, you know, Carolyn, she, she quilts uh, all the time, but she's used that to quilt, quilts for uh, nonprofits and, and the, the ladies retreat and raising money for stuff. And, uh, and she also has great scriptures on there and, and all she takes our shirts and puts them all together and makes blankets out of them. I used to have a lot of shirts until Carolyn started asking me for all of them. <laughs> anyway, but it's just whatever you have, whatever you can do, let's put it to work for Yahweh's glory.
So let's talk about making a difference. Let's turn to Ephesians 2.10. For we are Yahweh's handiwork, created in Yahshua Messiah to do good works, which Yahweh prepared in advance for us to do. So, Yahweh's prepared us to do something. Like, that's what we have to figure out what it is. And, we, and we've got to start doing it. That's, that's what we're here to do, is start making a difference. Uh, and that's when you're at your spiritual best. That's when you, you're making Yahweh the most proud. And he is the most pleased when you're making a difference on this, on this earth. Um, he loves all the, the, the worship. He loves it. Uh, but I believe that he put us on this earth to make a difference. And that's, that's the thing that shows, gives him the most glory is when we do that. You know, we got to... We, we can't just celebrate others that are making a difference. You know? We're... You see these other people and they're doing all these great things and, and we're, you know, so uh, excited for them, but that's all we're doing. We're just liking, hey, that was awesome what you did. And we're just sitting there and not doing anything and thinking we're really making a difference, pushing a button. Where we need to get to is where every day when we lay our head down, we think, man, that was a good day. I did I did, a, I did good, didn't I, Father? Didn't I do good today? That was a good one. Your next step is, it's in one of these four areas, and you know it. You know what it is. And, and, I, and if you don't know what it is, then I hope you you set some time apart to think about what it is. What is that next step? Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. And when you think about that, when you're on a dark path, you can really only see just what that lamp's light's providing in front of you. That's all you can see. You can't see the whole thing. And it's probably better that way. It's probably better that way. It's because that's, I think the thing that stops us so many times is we see it all. We're not thinking, or we, we think we see it all, and we're not thinking about what's just the next step. Let's not... Maybe that's why we're not supposed to see it all. We're supposed to just know. We know what the next thing is. So what's that next step in front of you? What can you see right in front of you? What's that lamp shining on? You know, we get in these... We get in these cycles that, that we, 
we can't get out of for years. And, and, and they hold us back. And I'm just thinking about a guy that I knew. And every time I talked to him, he would, he would tell me, oh, lad, I'm just working on myself. Uh, and just knowing him, like I knew he wasn't really working on himself. He wasn't working on himself. And uh, you just think like, are you really just, you're really just gonna keep hanging on to that. You're gonna, you know, you know how important this, this life is. And we're gonna hang on to those things that's keeping us from living the life that Yahweh wants us to live. You know, when you got married, maybe you said uh, what I said. And at some point, somewhere in there, you said something to this effect of, from this day forward, for richer or poorer. And, uh, and I believe that that's what we need to do. There's, there's some of us in this room that need to do that. Like we need to, from this day forward, we're not, I'm not doing that anymore. That's not who I am. I'm better than that. And, 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 and there's a life for me that's better. And, and I just want to just like, if you would just bow your head and, and we'll just, we'll just pray. Uh, and I want you to think about just making a commitment to take this next step and the next step that's in your life. Father, we just love you, Father. And we, we, we pray for everyone in this room. We just lift them up to you, Father. We pray that, that you know every single thing in our life. You know what our struggles are. You know the steps we need to take next. You know where we need to go. And, and Father, we just, I just pray that you would just uh, give these people, give all of us the energy to take that next step the, the, uh, into a better life, the life you made us for, that life that, that we feel full of hope in you, Father. Father, we, we, I just pray a special blessing on everyone as they, as they, try to, as they take this next step, that uh, after that, they take the next one and the next one and the next one. And our assembly grows stronger than it's ever been before. And we have the best year that we've ever had before, Father. And we just, I pray that blessing on everyone here. And we love you. And we love your son, Yahshua. And we ask all these things in his name. Amen. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares Yahweh, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Are you guys ready for a hope and a future? You know, I think about like so many people that are grieving the past. It hurts to see, see people like that. They're living in grief, thinking about the past. But I want you to just say this with me, and, and I, just, I can't go back and change the beginning, but 
I can't. There's just no way I can do that. I can't go back and change the beginning. I wish I could, but I can't. But I can start from right here where I'm at, and I can change the ending. And all I'm saying today is the light's green. The light is green, and we're, we need to take that next step. Let's go. Let's do it. And, and I love every one of you, and I, I just, let's take that next step. Let's go.